Ovechkin, Backstrom, and Ivan Mirishnyshenko skating on the same line together? Yes, please. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. The Capitals season is in session, and I would love to talk Caps hockey with you one-on-one. And we can do that on subtext. Just check the show description for more details. In today's episode of Locked On Capitals, we talk about the very latest when it comes to Joel Edmondson. It's not an ideal situation. He just came to this team and he's already injured. When can we expect to see him back? We'll talk about that in the show. A little bit later, we will talk about Alex Ovechkin, Nick Backstrom, and Ivan Mirishnyshenko skating on the same line together. But just to get it going, I'm going to talk about what are some of the things for you to look at in the game tonight against the Red Wings. And there are a couple things. This is going to be a really big opportunity for some of the young Capitals prospects to prove why they belong, why they should be on the big team, and why they should break camp with the team and join the Capitals when the preseason is over. So a lot is at stake, like I talked about off the top. Most notably, it is going to be for Andrew Kristal and for Ivan Mirshnashenko, but not just them. There are a lot of battles that are going to take place on the blue line. More and more that I'm hearing that there is a distinct possibility that Lucas Johansson could be that seventh defenseman. Yes, that name that we've heard around this organization for the longest time, that this could potentially be the year for him. Listen, for me, color me skeptical. Seeing is believing he was a first round pick back in 2016. Again, I want to see it first, but probably has the best chance of making the caps. He says, I think my game is at a great level right now. I just want to keep building on that and make the team. I feel like I belong and that I can definitely make a positive impact. Again, I I think what's important with this as a fan of a team is to not pick favorites. Because oftentimes, you know, you'll say, well, I was really hoping it was going to be Vinny Iorio, or I was going to hope it was going to be Alex Alexiev. Listen, that is all pointless. I want the most qualified player for that position to get the job, regardless of who it is. So uh, I will say that before Joel Edmondson came here, I kind of had Alex Alexiev circled as, oh, he's going to be maybe that seventh defenseman or more, uh, but then they signed Joel Edmondson, and a lot has changed. And But now he got injured, and in the third segment there, I will talk about what that ultimately means. But those are the battles to look for. On the blue line in particular, listen, we know Sandine and Carlson. That's not too surprising. But for me, Alexiev, Lucas Johansson, and Vinny Iorio, 
those are the things to look for. That is why this game is going to be must-see TV. If you're an old person like me, you remember must-see TV back in the 90s when it was Seinfeld and Friends and maybe Cheers at some point. I don't know. It was a long time ago. But suffice it to say, this is going to be must-see TV as far as the Capitals are concerned. Uh, and usually when we talk about the preseason, it's nothing to get too excited about. Quite the contrary here. There is a lot at stake. Uh, in the second segment, I will talk about the line of Ovechkin, Backstrom, and Miroshnyshenko, but it is going to be a big year for uh, Miro. It's going to be a big year for uh, Connor McMichael. It's going to be a big season for uh, Andrew Kristall. Some big names. Again, Connor McMichael, not to gloss over him as well. It is my belief that this is going to be the year for Connor McMichael. I believe that he has played so well that he will break camp with the team. He is going to have an everyday role on the Capitals. So the flip of that is they have him penciled on the second line, McMichael, Cousy, and Wilson. Looks pretty good. Um, so this is going to be, I mean, ultimately I would be happier if he was playing center, but I think it's, you know, getting set in the right direction, having him out there uh, in a regular capacity. And, you know, Spencer Carberry and Brian McClellan have said as much as they see him starting at the wing position, but not to say that if he plays really well, that he couldn't switch over to the center. I guess, you know, a time will only tell, but uh, Connor McMichael, who said, you know, not only does he want to break camp with the team, but he wants to be on this team all year. His resume got a lot better when he helped the uh, Hershey Bears win a Calder Cup. And let's stop kicking that can down the road. It's going to be Michael McMichael's year next year. Nope, the year after that. This is the year to be all in. On Connor McMichael, I'm all in. Are you all in? Also, Joe Snively, another guy to keep an eye on. Circle this. That is why this is must-see TV, guys. Joe Snively is one of the guys that makes the most of his opportunity every time he gets it. There is going to be some tough decisions for Brian McClellan and Spencer Carberry about who is going to make the team. Is McMichael going to be on there? Is Snively and Mirschnyshenko? Um it is going to be exciting to think about because then also we've heard about that uh, Beck Malenstein and Alexi Protus and maybe Hendricks Lapierre, they're all going to be here. That's not going to be the case. They're not all going to be on the team. It's just Brian McClellan didn't know how to say that, you know, let's face it, you know, it's not going to be Hendricks here. Um, so, but there is going to be a battle. And if you're, again, if you're an everyday, you know, I've talked about this, is that this camp is going to be a battle for like no other. And if these young guys want to step up, they have to make hay while the sun shines and make the most of this opportunity. And that starts tonight. It starts against the Red Wings. A lot is at stake. And, and then you have some other outsiders, tertiary moves. You know, you want to take a look at Anthony Mantha. How does he fit in? Does he have a starting role? Is he going to be a healthy scratch? A lot is at stake. So to say that this is just a preseason game and it doesn't mean anything, then you're not really paying attention. It is going to be exciting. So those are the intriguing things as far as the goalie is concerned. Charlie Lindgren is going to get the start. Not too surprising. And Hunter Shepard is going to back him up. So unless, you know, Charlie Lindgren just totally falls on his face, it is going to be Charlie Lindgren and Shepard backing him up. Uh, again, even if Charlie fell on his face, they might keep him in there just because it's a preseason game. But in, in any event, Charlie Lindgren, Hunter Shepard, two really great goalies. You can't go wrong there. 
no real battle going on there. We know that it is going to be Kemper and Lindgren unless something crazy happens and there's an injury. That's where it's at. But for me, on the forwards, it's Miro, it's McMichael, it's Snively, and you know I want to see Andrew Cristal, of course, but I don't really think there's a chance he makes the team this year. But still, an exciting thing to watch on the blue line, of course, is Alexia, Lucas Johansson, and Vinny Iorio. Really exciting. If this doesn't get your heart pumping as a Capitals fan, you might want to check your pulse. You might need to call an ambulance. So it is going to be exciting. Something that, you know, generally isn't spoke of in preseason sports is you got to watch this game. You really want to watch this game. This is one of the games that you really want to watch. Circle it, record it, whatever you got to do. It's going to be exciting. Listen to it on the radio with John Walton. He has just such a great voice, a great delivery. It's going to be fun. So in any way you can watch or listen to this game, make a point of doing it. It is going to be a must listen or a must watch. Make no mistake about it. All right. So coming up here after the break, we are going to talk about Alex Ovechkin at the left wing, Nick Baxter at center and Ivan Mirshnashenko at the right wing. If that doesn't make your head blow up, I don't know what will. I'll talk about that next. All right, our next sponsor here is DoorDash. And what is one of the things I love about DoorDash is it makes your life so convenient. Missing the syrup for your pancakes or just ran out of your favorite coffee creamer? With DoorDash grocery delivery, you can get what you want right when you need it. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites. And now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers to you know, in today's world, sometimes I'm too busy to get groceries. Not a problem with DoorDash. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered or we'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you pick them yourself. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to $25, excuse me, up to $20 value when you use code LOCKED at checkout. This is a limited time offer. Terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKED. Don't forget, that's code L-O-C-K-E-D for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure and subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals wherever you find your podcasts and on YouTube. Training camp is here, and I have a lot of great guests lined up once the season starts, so make sure and subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals today. In this next segment here, we are going to talk about the most intriguing thing for me of the preseason what am I talking about? Alex Ovechkin and Nick Baxter and Baxterman and Ivan Mirishnishenko skating on the same line. Yes, I think we are peering into the, the present and yes, also the future. A really great opportunity to have Ovi at the left wing. Ultimately, a perfect situation would see Ivan Mirishnishenko on the left wing. But this is about a comfortable factor. And it's about Spencer Carberry saying that he doesn't want Miro to overthink things and I don't think that he will but you know it's easy to sometimes just put those nerves at ease here so 
when they were talking about why they wanted to put him out there together is just when you've dealt with players that have been there and done that, who comes to mind on the Capitals? I would say it would be Alex Ovechkin and Nick Backstrom. They've worked together and not a lot phases them. So Carberry says, I told him in my most elementary English systems, don't care. Structure, don't care. I don't want him overthinking it. I don't want him thinking he's in the wrong spot. Where should he be? What should I do? I want to see him go out and compete his butt off and work all over the ice, Carberry says. Adding, I want to see him skate, compete, play with a ton of pace, play with a ton of urgency up and down the ice at both ends of the ice. Do I think that this is a dress rehearsal, an audition, if you will, to join the Capitals, the big team on game one of the season? Yes, I do. I think that if things go well, there is a distinct possibility then Ivan Mirshnashenko breaks camp with the team and is on the team day one. A lot is at stake. A lot is at stake with Ivan to really impress, to play really well. I do think that he's up for the task. Uh, listen, he overcame Hodgkin's lymphoma. He terminated that KHL contract. He has killed it at every level. A lot like Spencer Carberry, to be honest with you. So a lot is at stake. Uh, giving him that comfortability, that uh, putting him on the left side, Carberry explained that he, you know, kind of put him and kind of test his capability a little bit and put him out there with two guys that have been there and done that. Who is an assist leader on the Capitals? Hmm. Nick Backstrom, what better guy to feed passes to Ovi or Miro? This is a really great storyline to follow as Caps fans. Again, you should be really excited about it. That's what we ultimately want to give him a good opportunity to play with some veteran players that can help him through a game that are very, very intelligent, that have been through this thousands of times and can set him up for success. Hopefully he can show what he's capable of, Carberry said. I do think that that is going to be the case. Uh, and just don't choke. No pressure. I don't think he's going to choke, but it is an interesting storyline to follow. Again, that is the biggest name of camp for me of all of them is Ivan Mirshnashenko. We know who the veterans are going to be, but the players that are in play that are in flux. Ivan Mirshnashenko is the most intriguing. Yes, more than Connor McMichael, uh, more than any of the other players out there. It is Miro. I do think he has the greatest possibility of making the team I guess Connor McMichael's also in that mix as well but I think that you know to put him and have faith in him to play with and skate with Backstrom and Ovechkin there's a lot cooking there I know that they just want to sell this to you that it's just like yeah we're trying it out we want him to be comfortable make no mistake about this this could be a line for the Capitals this season I'm not drinking hyperbole Kool-Aid here I'm, I assure you I just do I kind of got my finger in the air and kind of have a whiff of what's going on. Listen, if you're an everyday of the show, you know, I've talked about for the longest time that I think this is going to be the season for him. Ivan that is. And I think there's a lot brewing here. If he plays his cards right and he, you know, applies himself. And I think that great things will happen again. You guys are going to want to watch the game, listen to it on Sirius XM and and just and 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 just see what happens. I do think that there's a distinct possibility that there could be some players out there that are going to impress. Uh, and I do think that if uh, Ivan Mirshnashenko plays really well with Alex Ovechkin and Nick Backstrom, there is the real possibility we could see that in the regular season. Mark it, put it in the calendar. Dan said it. I do think it's a, a distinct possibility if he plays well. The big thing there is if he plays well. 
I have no reason to believe that he won't. All right, so coming up here after the break, we will talk about the latest with Joel Edmondson. Yes, the Capitals just got him from the Canadians in the offseason, and he's already injured. What's the latest on him? I'll discuss next. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So one of the biggest bummers of the preseason so far in a certain aspect is Joel Edmondson getting injured already. And it wasn't even in a game. It was at a practice at MedStar Ice Complex. But And there's good news here, and there's bad news here. Uh, the good news is, is that he is not going to be out for very long. I've heard four to six weeks, you know, some crazy thing, eight weeks, but... How it has has him penciled in is four to six weeks, so a month, you know, a month and a half, and he'll be good to go. So that is not ideal for Joel Edmondson, but it is ideal for a lot of the young players on the team that are vying for that position. So what do we know about Joel Edmondson is that uh, he had a broken wrist. He broke, uh, excuse me, he broke his hand in a scrimmage at training camp Sunday, and Tuesday's surgery was to stabilize the fracture per NHL.com. Um, so and they have them listed here as four to six weeks. I have heard some people say eight weeks, but one of the things that we know that's reassuring about this is that you can kind of put a timetable on it. What is one of the things that we know about Joel Edmondson as he has had lower back issues and back issues in the past? Those are a little bit more difficult to gauge, um, you know, with a broken uh, wrist or broken bone, something of that nature, put a cast on it, put a wrap on it, and you can kind of put a, you know, a timetable on it. Um, if it was that lower back issue again, that would have been a little bit more problematic. It's not ideal, definitely team-wise. And for him individually, personally, Capitals coach Spencer Carberry said of his injury, just the timing of it, new organization, and right away getting injured, but on the bright side, it's an opportunity for some young for some young guys, and it could have been worse. Again, the worst would have been if it was that lower back injury. Edmondson is a huge guy, 30 years old, had two goals, 11 assists, and 61 games for the Canadians. He is six foot five, and Tom Wilson said for a big guy, he moves really well, can spo can close a, a space in a hurry, and is tough at the net front. It is going to be interesting to see what he has there. Um, so. With the Montreal Canadiens, 112 uh, hits, uh, block shots, 149. He won a Stanley Cup with St. Louis Blues in 2019 and has 104 points, 28 goals, 76 assists, and 438 penalty minutes in 477 games with the Blues in 15 and 19. Um, so just taking a look at that. You know, again, it's not optimal. Uh, again, this was a player that they picked up in the offseason from the Canadians. Uh, the Canadians retained 50% of his salary. Um, but it is a good opportunity for Alexia, for Vinny Iorio, for Lucas Johansson to show you wanted to be here. You know, we've heard that this team wants to get younger and faster. This is your opportunity to shine. Don't blow it. If you really want to be here, bring it. Alexander Alexiev, put the work in in the offseason with the strength and conditioning coach. Uh, you take a look at Vinny Iario, who played on this team uh, briefly on the Capitals and played well, but played really well with the Hershey Bears and helped in their Calder Cup push. And Lucas Johansson is a name that is familiar around the organization as he has been here for quite some time. People, there's a little bit more buzz going out there that this could potentially be a good opportunity for Lucas Johansson to potentially be the seventh defenseman 
or more. I guess it remains to be seen, but an unfortunate break for Joel Edmondson, four to six weeks. The good news, like I say, it's not too long that, you know, as long as he does what he's supposed to do, just rest and keep it wrapped up, he should be good to go. And let's really hope that that back issue doesn't come back to haunt the team as well. Uh, it was a sound pickup in the offseason, like I said. They retained uh, 50% of his salary, so there's no real loss there. So it is going to be an interesting game, all things considered. Uh, keep an eye on the blue line. Like I said, you know, Joel Edmondson is going to be missing some time. We do know that, but it is up for these young players that we've heard about for quite some time to make the most of their opportunity. Um, again, if I had to pick a knee-jerk reaction, uh, I would say Alexiev stands a pretty good chance. But then I've, again, like I said, I've heard more rumblings out there that it could potentially be Lucas Johansson. Um, and then you put Vinny Iorio in that mix. There are a lot of names to consider. And I don't think, like I said, like I talked about off the top, you shouldn't pick a favorite, let the best guy win and be happy about it because that was the best guy based on merit, not because he's your favorite for whatever reason. Um, but if you want to talk about a guy that's been, you know, vying for that spot longer than anyone, it has been Lucas Johansson. He's been, you know, every year it's going to be his year. Mm, nope. Next year, maybe the next year. Uh, but then Lucas Johansson has been plagued with uh, injuries as well. So as long as he can stay healthy, it is going to be interesting. But the one thing I do know that this is going to be a game that you are going to want to watch a lot is at stake. You're thinking, you know, you're saying to yourself, Dan, it's the second game of the preseason. What? Well, there's nothing at stake. Oh, quite contra to the contrary. There is a lot at stake and there's positions. And like I talked about all summer long is expect battles like none other this training camp. That is going to be the case. There is a lot at stake and the storylines for me to follow, of course, just to recap the show is Mirish Nishenko out there, Joe Snively and Connor McMichael with the forwards. See what they can do. You know, Joe Snively is the guy that always makes the most of his opportunities every time I've seen him. And then Connor McMichael, let's hope that he has sustainability. One of the things I talked about with J.J. Regan is he played well, but it wasn't sustainable. That was a couple of years ago. Let's see if he's gotten any better. His resume showed that he has. And of course, the biggest thing for me is Miro on that top line. What can they do? Can he score a goal? Can he really impress? Is there the possibility that Ivan Mirshnyshenko makes the big team in game one? I do really think it's possible. And then, of course, like I said, on the blue line, uh, you know, who is that going to be? Vinny Iorio. And, uh, you know, you take a look at the goaltending position. There are some questions there. And you're like, well, what are the questions? What are some of the things that we know? Darcy Camper's a little bit prone to being injured. So we saw Charlie Lindgren, you know, kind of save this team's butt in December. The good thing is they have a wealth at the, at the goalie department. Who's underneath of that? Hunter Shepard. You also have Clay Stevenson, Garen Bjorklund. Um, Mitchell Gibson, there is a plenty of options at the net mining department. So that is one of the things that never really concerns me too much. And I understand that, you know, with those net miners, they're not all NHL ready as we kind of saw a little bit with Clay Stevenson. Again, I don't want to judge him based on a small sample size. However, based on what I saw him, a little bit of question there, but he's going to grow into that position. Uh, I have no doubt, but this is going to be an interesting game and U.S. Caps fans should be pumped about what it means. And it's again, it's not often that you get pumped about a preseason game, but I definitely think this qualifies. All right. Once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. And are you a fan of other DC sports? Well, Locked On has got you covered. 
there is a little bit of Nationals baseball left. There's Locked On Nationals, not to mention Locked On Commanders. The Commanders are playing rather well this year, don't you think? And also shortly Locked On Wizards. And also, if you are a fan of other sports, you know, if you're a fan of other NHL teams, Locked On has got you covered there as well as there is Locked On NHL available wherever you find your podcasts and on YouTube. So no matter what major sport it is, Locked On has got you covered. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow.